Well, Kurt, we want to welcome Larry to our radio broadcast this morning. Uh, Larry, it's nice to have you this morning. Awesome. Uh, just honored to be here. Thank you. Well, Larry, um, I'd like you to tell our listening audience this morning how long you've been uh, involved as a participant in the men's resident program here. Um, it's been probably about uh, a little over seven months, and uh, it's been a journey. So far, it's been a great journey, uh, definitely orchestrated by God. Well, Larry, as we talk a little bit about this, we can go back seven months. Uh, two, twofold question. How did you hear about the Haven Arrest, and what was the circumstances that brought you to, to the Haven Arrest? I began to interact with the Haven Arrest from the client side back in 2011. Mm -hmm. And I left there, and I was able to get back up and... Uh, did pretty good up until uh, here of 2017, and uh, I'm back here, and they tracked, they remembered me from then. Mm -hmm. And uh, so now I come, I become a resident, and I, I heard about the Haven, but I, and I've always, you know, it's, it's downtown, it's center of town, so I've always rode by and wondered what it would be like, and uh, so now I know. Mm -hmm. Well, um, when you, I'm trying to do the math on my fingers. Does that, you said seven months ago, would that be about April? Yeah. Okay, April. So um, did you, um, did, did you have somebody like bring you here? Did you come on your, your own? I mean, you'd, you'd been here. This is like second time. Right. Uh, first since 2011. Right. <coughs> so. Did you find yourself in a situation, uh, perhaps just like knee deep, like in an, an addiction or? Correct. And a lot of guys will tell us it's not only the addiction, but then it's the fallout of an addiction mm -hmm. as well. Be it they can't stay where they're at anymore. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe a relationship that was sustaining them or has, you know, has um, uh, bombed out. Um, maybe it's a, uh, you know, loss of income. Um, so, well, I guess what I'm asking you is maybe tell us about um, where you fit into that when you look back in April and say, okay, I got to make a move. I'm coming to the Haven. Uh, yeah, two years before uh, coming to the Haven here this time in 2017, I stayed in Cleveland. Okay. Doing pretty good. I uh, uh, had a fiance, and that seemed to be working out pretty good. And uh, uh, kind of got violated with uh, buying a pretty decent truck. And one morning, I got got up to go to church and came outside, and all the windows was busted out. Of mm. And I couldn't handle that anger. I was uh, interacting with AA and so forth, and some of the guys through that ministry and. Uh, they didn't give me an answer. And addiction has always been a a core problem okay. for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I went, you know, I couldn't, uh, for a week I tried to deal with the anger. Who did this to me? What did I do to okay. anybody? And I uh, ended up uh, going to the corner store in, there in Cleveland and uh, picking up uh, what they call an iced tea. I've never been a drinker. But that started the ball rolling for addiction, you know. Gotcha. And, uh, and uh, 
from there I uh, ended up coming back to Akron to finish off, you know, uh, what had got started through crack cocaine. Okay. That was that's the core, uh, and uh, picked that up again, and it, it didn't take long. And uh, being a type two diabetic, I forgot all about that. Everything just went out the window. Mm-hmm. And uh, three weeks later, I'm uh, yeah, I'm not not feeling good at all. I end up in the hospital. After they pumped me back up again, the Haven arrest looked like you know a shining star. So I came in and I talked to uh, the chaplain here, Jason Hubbard, and when I looked in that man's eyes. I seen God, you know, I seen another hope, you know, and uh, so he told me to come back. I think that was on a Friday to come back Monday. And that Monday seemed like the longest time to wait on a rescue, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I used one time and uh, stayed clean for maybe 24 hours. And in the 24-hour period, the Sunday night before the Monday, I was supposed to come back in the doors. I had a, an experience of shaking. My physical body was shaking, but I didn't feel cold. I was indoors at a friend's house that allowed me to stay on the couch, knowing that I was going to come here and be put into residence program. And, I, and it was so violent until I laid on the floor to get some kind of a bearing. And it, it passed. We had checked my blood sugar and so on and so forth. Everything seemed to be good. I had eaten. And when I got here that Monday morning and I grabbed the application, I began to fill it out. And the Holy Spirit of God spoke to me and he said, you had a seizure. Hmm. And I began to cry. By that time, Jason came out and he asked me to come on in. Let's go back here and talk. And uh, from from that day to this day, it's been a journey with God because I knew it was all about what he had asked me to do, you know, as a young man. And uh, I'm so grateful for the haven. I never experienced anything at this uh, this greatness for a man to be loved by God and then those around him to give him what he needs. You know, I'm, I'm not an old... I, 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 Psalms... 37, 25, it says exactly what I want to say, and it's the truth. I was once young, now I'm old, never seen the righteous forsaken, nor seed begging bread. And that was a promise God made to me years ago, and now I'm laying on it. I was once young when I came into Mm -hmm. addiction, and now I'm old, and his promise is still sure. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Larry, just hearing that, uh, I didn't know all the details on that. And here you are in the program, seven months. Yeah. A lot has changed in your life. Why don't we talk a little bit about that? Obviously, Jason was your, your first person right. as you came in and filled out the application and sat down and talked to him about the program. Then you came in on Monday, I think you said it was. Right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the program and how it's impacted your life. Why don't you share a little bit about what has what is changing in your heart and what, what what's the program doing for you? A lot of the truths that I've received here through the classes and uh, through the men of, and women of God here uh, 
off a lot of things that I learned coming up in the church world. You know, that wasn't true. It was just a form. (laughs) Sorry about that, of godliness, you know. But there was no power there. You know, when I first told the church that I had a problem, they didn't know what to do. My Baptist church did not know what to do. The pastor kept praying. And uh, I have a musical gift. I'm a singer that knows how to play the guitar, somebody said. And uh, they didn't know exactly what to do. And when I came here, I began to see that a lot of things that I was carrying, it didn't have no power. It doesn't, it's not even backed up by God's word. Mm-hmm. I was blown away by that from the classes, from some of the booklets I got, letting God in every area of your life. And uh, now I stand that man like uh, all I can re- relate to is a man that uh, God had given power to to defeat the enemy and I gave up the secret sound like Samson mm-hmm. Samson told Delilah where his secret relied of his strength and of course they plucked his eyes out and had him you know as a prisoner but God still held faithful you know what he gives to us he won't take it back one day he'll ask what did you do with it I believe that and so for me you know, I was saved. They didn't even know if I was sa- saved. Mm-hmm. Some of the deacons, when I was coming up as a young man, 20s and 30s, well, I don't know if you're saved if you keep going back to this. But when I came here, I found out the truths that, uh, you know, that, that, that the Lord really saved me. And I've come to the end of myself. And... uh I'm, I'm, I'm just so grateful for the haven, you know. I ain't trying to go nowhere until he says go. And I've been through a lot of programs in the last 25, 30 years, up and down. And that scripture stuck out to me this morning as I prayed. Never, I'm, I was young, now I'm old, and I've never seen the righteous forsaken or see big bread. God is faithful to his word. So I'm, I'm grateful. Uh, I can name a lot of people here. I can go on and on. Those who interact with me. Well, go ahead. All, go ahead. You, yeah, you that would have been my next question. Right, yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's yeah. a perfect segue. Yeah. Look, look at Eugene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eugene interacts with me as just a man of faith. He loves the Lord, and he shared his testimony with me, and it seemed like it propped me up for where I'm going. Um, uh, Reverend Kaiser. Just watching him. We pray for him in the, in the sanctuary to, to God give him what he needs to steer this big old ship. You know, he's a part of our hearts, though we don't always get to interact. But if we do, we find it a treasure. Uh, I'm pumping up the bike tire and he comes through and say, hey, pu- why don't you try bubble gum? And we bust out <laughs> laughing. The joy of the Lord, you know, what that's that? a strength. What was that? Let's <laughs> Let's was, bounce it over Reverend Kaiser for a was, second here. Yeah, what he was put that about? some air in his tire, and I, him and I think it was Eugene, correct? Correct. Because uh, Larry rides his bike, uh, and his tire was low. So I, I jokingly said, why don't you just put a piece of bubble gum on that hole there, and he'll fix it right away. So. He walks out the door. I'm still <laughs> laughing. I'm still laughing. It and, will fix the leak, though. 
It probably but, will. But the uh, the, the stretch uh, that when it sticks to the ground is, right. you know, yeah. that's a whole other problem. But, I yeah. thought it was funny, too. But just <laughs> that, you know, to share some joy in a little saying like that, it just, uh, hey, I'm getting everything I need. I've gotten everything I need. And uh, God is showing me, you know, I got you, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason I... I wanted to bring that up uh, about the the staff is um, you explained so well uh, about uh, the truth and about wisdom that you're uh, gleaning and uh, I think that verse captures it very very clearly yeah but it's also delivered with um, you know just respect for the person uh, caring uh, because it's not easy to to work here and so um, it's really working in sync. It's it's the, the power of the gospel, but it's also delivered through um, people who, uh, you know, they're human, right. but also um, want to see your uh, your good and want to see Amen. a good outcome. So uh, I'm glad that thanks for mentioning uh, those people. And um, often you can be, your guitar can be heard uh, throughout the building uh, with the melodious notes. I love to talk about the one who has given me strength. Um, our time is coming to an end here, and uh, it's gone very, very fast. So yeah. um, you explain things very well. Um, Thank you. Last question that we will ask as a person, and you are no exception, is uh, for really our benefit of our listening audience. Mm-hmm. How can our listening audience pray for you, Larry, either today or the days ahead or both okay uh i'd like to get the prayer for uh generational curses broken because this is definitely something that was passed down from my father who was not in my life i'm in my son's life i have in my daughter's life but addiction took me through ups and downs so generational curses let's let's uh let's pray in that area Mm-hmm. You know, Larry, we're, we've always been blessed with a, uh, a wonderful uh, audience who loves to pray. Thank I'm you, sure Lord. they'll pray for that. And we want to thank you for spending some time with us, even though it went quick. Yes. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of other things we could have talked about yes. here. But thank you for being with us here this thank morning. Thank you. Mm-hmm.